If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Do a little waiver wire today. Talking to Jamie Eisner from the Draft Network and from Sports Illustrated at 240 today. Do some news and notes today. And, of course, talk about last night's massacre. All I can tell you is if you go on to Roto World, if you ever look at that site, rotoworld.com, and I'm kind of surprised at how many people don't use Roto World. I use it for pretty much all my information. I love their line here. If you look, it's under NFL headlines. Goff wets bed again. Rams are turned to dust. <laughs> That's brutal. Accurate, but brutal. If they played that game a million times, would the Rams win ever? I'm going to go with no. I would think that the Ravens would be a million and, and zero. I mean, that's how bad that game was last night. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. The Ravens can be beat. I just think the team that beats them is going to need two weeks to prepare. Because you can't prepare for Lamar Jackson. And I'm, a, I'm very upset at myself. I thought about this yesterday. I don't know if I told you guys this. I'm sure you, if you've listened, if you're a listener of mine or a follower of mine, I probably have. I drafted last year in last year's draft in round 20. I had two guys: one, Dallas Goddard; two, Lamar Jackson. I put them on every team as I could at the end of the draft, just thinking, you know what? You never know. Never know. I didn't hold him in most leagues, but when he was available a couple of weeks, you know, a couple of weeks before, I pick him up, try to get him. It's amazing that this year, 
if you look at my teams, I have three leagues with Jackson. That's it. Because I, I love Lamar Jackson. I'm just surprised I didn't have more of them. One league I have him with the same league as Mahomes, right? So I don't even know if I played him every week. I know that sounds crazy. I think I probably had him on the bench most weeks because I have Mahomes. Except when Mahomes was injured. One week I have him and Josh Allen. One league I have him and Josh Allen, so he obviously starts every week. I may have him in a third place. Crazy. As much as I like the guy, I just didn't draft him. I was so in on Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray that I think I was blinded. And didn't take Lamar Jackson, who I love. You know, I know why I didn't take Russell Wilson. Because they don't throw the ball enough for me. And there are weeks like last week when he throws for 200 yards and you're like, seriously? Come on, Russell, you're killing me. So I know why I don't always have Russell Wilson. And I know why I don't always have Matt Ryan. Because Matt Ryan doesn't run at all. And if he does run, he looks like he's slow as molasses. But I, there was no good reason on planet Earth why I didn't have Lamar Jackson in every league. I just don't know why I didn't do it. Just so I'm angry at myself. Because I think retrospectively, this year could have been a whole lot easier than I made it out to be. I think there were three or four key players, now that I think about it, that if we had these three or four players... And when I tell you these three, four players, you're going to say, you could have had these guys, right? First of all, off the top of my head, I think we should have had Chris Godwin. Could have had Chris Godwin in round three of many drafts. I know it, at the very end, he was getting pushed up to the end of round two. But for the most part, you're drafting six, seven, eight, nine. You could have absolutely had Chris Godwin. Agreed? Could have had Chris Godwin. Next, we could have had Darren Waller. Darren Waller was for the taking. If you waited till round 11, he was probably gone. But if you didn't, took him in round 10, you could have had him. Could have had him. Actually, I'm going to add one more person to this little, uh, to this little uh, team that we could have had here. So I've got... Let me write Waller in about 10, Godwin and in three, Austin Eckler in six. We should have had Austin Eckler in six for sure. People were taking Duke Johnson. People were taking guys like that. Austin Eckler in six was, was the man. And then you take Lamar Jackson in like 12 or 13. Could you imagine your team if you had Lamar, Eckler, Godwin, Waller? And what if you were my genius friend? Let's just say you were my genius friend and you took Dalvin Cook in round two. Oh my God. Cook, Eckler, Godwin, Waller, Jackson. That, that's, seriously? That's like when you go into a, to a Vegas uh, casino. The, I just hear the money. The jackpot. You hit the jackpot. What's crazy about that scenario is it's possible. Absolutely possible. Now, I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but that's absolutely possible to, to come up with something like that. It really is. I just, 
never, I just didn't have that permutation in any league. Let me see. I'm looking at one league here where uh, might have been close. Let's see. I picked 11. Hmm. No, I didn't have any of that. Nothing. No, no, certainly not this league. This league is a poo-poo on a stick league. That league's not going to help me. I think there's, there's another one. Let me see. Uh, one moment, please. Please hold. Let me see what I did here. Sometimes, you know, if you, if you haven't done this, you should. So in this league, I had pick four. I took Darren Waller in 15. I took Eckler in six. Right? Godwin went in round three, pick three. I promise you, on my children's lives, I would have taken him if he made it to pick four, because I had pick four. So I would have had Godwin, Eckler, Waller, and then stupid me took Baker Mayfield in round 11, and then I came back and took Preston Williams in round 13 when I should have taken Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah, I had Mitch Trubisky in round 16. He was That was a genius pick. Do me a favor. Go back and look at some of your draft boards and see where you went right and see where you went wrong. It's pretty amazing. I think you'll be shocked at what you see and about what you thought at the time and realize, what was I thinking? All right, we'll keep on breaking it down, fantasy football-wise. I'm Dr. Roto, full-time fantasy, and I'm back with you right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sean, did you see uh, the Papa John's interview? With uh, the CEO? I did hear about it, yes. Dude, who eats 40 pizzas in 30 days? <laughs> Papa John. From, from the worst. <laughs> have you ever eaten Papa John's pizza? No. No, I have not. Oh, it is really bad. I have really met bad. John Schnatner or whatever his name is. Uh, Papa that's John. the guy. I've met yeah, him. Yeah, that's the guy. Uh, very, What'd you think? Oh, scary looking. Very scary looking. In real life? Oh, just yeah, yeah. Very, in general? No, in, in real life. He's just very plastic. Um, well, he looks. He said the day of reckoning will come. Nobody knows exactly what he means. I don't know what that means. Um, but it's trending. He's very, very strange. Very strange guy. Very strange guy. A very, very stupid guy too. Did you, I mean seriously? Forty Papa John pizzas in thirty days. All it does is you just need to take one pizza to know it's not very good. All right, let's get to the news and notes. Adam Thielen practiced on Tuesday. Phew. I think he'll be back. I think he'll be back. Right? We, we've missed him for a while. But I think he'll be back after the bye week. So if you have Thielen, be prepared to use him. T.Y. Hilton. They're not sure if he's going to play this week. That's a problem. I feel badly for the Colts. I do. You lose luck before the season. You bring in Brissett. Ebron is now out for the year. Hilton hasn't played. Paris Campbell hasn't played. You had to play Zach Pascal and Chester Rogers and a bunch of no-name guys. But I'll tell you the, 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 the key thing, and you watch a Colt game. Watch a Colt game last year and watch a Colt game this year, and you tell me if I'm wrong because I'm not. Darius Leonard looks like a different guy right now. Last year, Darius Leonard was possessed. He was flying in on every single play. That guy had like 27 tackles a game. This year, after a little concussion, he is not flying into the play. He'll make a tackle, but he's not flying in on any play. I mean, because I have him on IDP leagues. I mean, I'm telling you, last year he'd have like 12 tackles and three assists. This year he has like four and two. Not the same guy. He's playing scared. Can't say I blame him. Football's a dangerous sport. I'm not, blaming, I'm, not, I'm not blaming you, Darius, if you're listening. I'm not blaming you, but you know I'm right. Okay. 
Devlin Hodges will start week 13 against the Browns. That's smart. It's smart on multiple levels. One, he's just right now a better quarterback than Mason Rudolph. Maybe Mason Rudolph will be a good quarterback in the NFL one day. Today's not the day. Tomorrow might be the day. A week from Tuesday might be the day, but it's certainly not today. Devlin Hodges is better. He's willing to take more chances, and he's willing to throw the ball downfield, which is a big help. But I think this is the smart move on a second instance as well. Imagine all week, oh, the Browns and Steelers, Mason Rudolph, blah, blah, blah. Do we have to hear that all week? Now that Rudolph's benched, it's a whole lot better, right? It's almost like the smartest thing that anybody could have done. Just play Hodges. Let's not worry about Rudolph. Let's not talk about what happened. Let's not throw any helmet at anybody, and we'll be better off for it. Okay. I'm going to give you a piece of information here that you're going to want because things don't happen randomly in the NFL. And I think this is a very important piece of information. Okay. It seems minor, but it's not. Free agent Elijah McGuire worked out for the Chiefs. Okay. If you take that and what I said, you're like, ah, whatever, Dr. Did he play for the Jets? This is not about McGuire. My comment has nothing to do with McGuire. Why would the Chiefs bring McGuire in? Maybe it's because Damien Williams. Maybe his rib injury is worse than that on. Maybe LaShawn McCoy is, I don't know, not very good. Maybe Andy Reid is just figuring that out. Maybe... Daryl Williams will start to emerge somehow from the rubble that is the Chiefs running game. I'm just saying teams don't bring in guys randomly off the street for no reason in week 13. It leads me to believe that either Damian Williams or LaShawn McCoy will not play this week. I am rather excited about this because I have Daryl Williams in a couple of leagues. And I am prepared to play him at, at a moment's notice. I'm prepared to play this guy at a moment's notice. And then the Scott Fishbowl, my team is 11-1. and one. I can win this sucker. If Darrell Williams is a, is a starter, I could win this Scott Fishbowl. 900 teams, I'm gonna, I can win. My team is built to win. I'm telling you that right now. He might be the, the, he might be the secret... In, ingredient. He might be the weapon. If I can just get him starting, I think I might win this league. Just throwing it out there. All right, Jakeem Grant, high ankle sprain. That's never good for a speed receiver like Grant. I think that he could get shut down. Now, he may not play this week, and Albert Wilson may not play this week. So you're looking at Devontae Parker, you are looking at Alan Hearns. You're looking at Mike Gisecki. But I'll tell you this. The Eagles defense has played much better over the f- recent weeks. Much. So if you're looking for a defense to stream, uh, I might go all in on the Eagles this week. Okay? They, they, uh, I mean, especially when you're losing two more receivers. I like Parker, but I think the Eagles can cover him. But you can't cover Patrick Laird. Even though Kalen Balazs is still the uh, starter there. All right, Kyle Shanahan said that Robbie Gold is close to returning. Uh, I've been looking forward to seeing that. The Vikings waived Josh Doxson. 
I've never really been as wrong about a player except two players. Two players I was so wrong. And actually, they're both receivers. One, Laquan Treadwell. I watched that dude play in college. He was really good. He was really good. Comes to the NFL, and he's really bad. And second is Josh Doxson. I watched that kid play at TCU. He was a man among men. Comes to the, comes to the NFL, and he's just not a good player. I, I was absolutely shocked. Because I, you know, I always say to myself, would I have drafted this guy? Right? Well, this is a guy, if I was a general manager, would I have drafted this guy? Yeah, I would have drafted Josh Doxson. Now, I wasn't there at any of the character meetings. I wasn't there when he was talking to me about his life story. I wasn't there about that. I don't know his work ethic. I didn't talk to his you know, college coach. I just saw what I saw on TV, and I saw a good player. But you know, when a guy like that doesn't reach the next level, something is amiss. Something is amiss because that guy was can't miss. He was really good. He was really good in college. Really good. Same thing with Laquan Treadwell. He was a really good player. I find it disconcerting when stars like that in college fail in the pros. Was it they had it too easy? Was it that they didn't have to really try that hard, and then when they came to the pros, they couldn't handle it? Was it they had coaches who didn't believe in them in the pro level? I don't know. Was it that they had teammates who they didn't like? I don't know. Do they have quarterbacks who sucked? I guess there are, there are extenuating circumstances. But usually talent wins out. A talented player is a talented player. And I just can't imagine how Josh Doxson can get waived by two different franchises for just showing some crappy, crappy effort. All right, I want to talk about something here. Marlon Mack out for week 13. If you got Jonathan Williams last week in fab, He's going to be worth it again this week. And by the way, this is why you always want to save a couple hundred dollars in fab for the end of the year. Every year there's a Jonathan Williams. Every year there's a Bo Scarborough. Every year there's some dude you've never heard of who makes an impact. It's, it's crazy. Every year. Jonathan Grimes. Bo Scarborough. Um, no Sean Moreno. Guys who are like packing groceries at your local stop and shop are all of a sudden starting on fantasy football teams. You got to save a couple of hundred dollars because Jonathan Williams might win, might get somebody into the fantasy playoffs this week. Might do it. All right, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, I'm going to take a look at the waiver wire. I'll be back with you right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, you want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? I do. Sign me up. Then let DailyRoto.com stuff your pockets with cash this Thanksgiving. Get your free trial with the promo code STUFFING. There you go, STUFFING. To unlock a free seven-day elite membership. Leverage Daily Roto's optimizer and industry-leading fantasy projections and learn from the game's best DFS players. Don't be a turkey. Get your free trial. That's DailyRoto.com. Promo code STUFFING for a free trial. New customers only. Offer expires at the end of November. That's a good deal. I would check that out. Promo code STUFFING, DailyRoto.com. All right. Let's take a look at the waiver wire. So we'll start with some quarterbacks. We know Sam Darnold, right? We know him. He's got a really good schedule. So I have to think he's probably not available. How about Ryan Tannehill? People still hate Ryan Tannehill. Pretty good player. Still a pretty good player. How about Kyle Allen, who showed so much resilience coming back in that game against New Orleans because he could have ro- he could have rolled over and, and Will Greer could have been starting. But Kyle Allen. How about Andy Dalton? The Bengals are playing the Jets. I will have an Andy Dalton DFS lineup this week. 
I may have just lit money on fire, but the Jets have a terrible pass defense. The big one was empty. Alton played. Lock it. I'm hot if you need a player. And if you are not, if you're willing to not throw up your turkey, maybe Mitch Trubisky. Oof, I don't know. I don't feel good about that one. Good to talk to Bill. Hey, I heard you were talking about geniuses early, so I thought I'd call. Oh, there you go. I knew it. Your ears are ringing. I've got a couple of those scenarios you're talking about. All of them? Godwin with Galvin Cook and Lamar, Julio. Really? So you have, so do you, wait, I, I said Cook, Eckler, Godwin, Lamar, Waller. Did you have one like that? Yeah, I got Hooper instead of Waller. All right, that's pretty good. So what, what place is that team in? Uh, fourth place in the overall online championship. There you go. There you go. Do you have that team in front of you? Do what? Do you, do you have that team in front of you? Like, can you see it? Uh, Are you able to access it? I can see it in my mind. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, who is who was your first pick in that team? Man, take your time. The whole world's listening. I think it was. I think it was actually. No rush. I think it was actually Julio and then Dalvin. Okay, so Julio won, Dalvin, Julio, Dalvin, Godwin. That's a nice start. Yeah. That's a nice start. And what number did you pick? It was late. Eight, nine. Yeah, that's nice. And if you did Michael Thomas instead of Julio, man, you'd be number yeah, one. Kidding. You'd be number one, right? Yeah. And so you got, what? did you take Eckler in round six? No, I waited. Uh, I've been, that's the amazing thing. Cook's the only really elite running back I have. I've been playing with um, Latavius Murray all year. And okay. He, you know, he scored that touchdown yesterday early, early, and I went, you know, this is this is going to be my day. And it was. So well, He just so started just, to he started to emerge. He did. He started to emerge. But, I mean, look, when you retrospectively, that is no wonder. I, I mean, look, I didn't know that was your team, but look at where you are, number four overall, right? Because here's yeah, what you need. Yeah. If, if you have the building blocks, if you've got like five or six guys like that, it almost doesn't matter who you put around them. You're going to be an amazing team. Right. Well, I mean, what's helped me now right now is Jarvis Landry's playing really good and and he's kind of taken the place of Hooper, who was really playing early. So, um, you know, it's kind of if Cooper Cup can get back to his early playing, then. Uh, you have Cooper Cup on that team, kind of, too? Yeah. And Hooper? Yeah, and Landry. Dude, you might, you might win the OC. Seriously, you might win the and, OC. And Gallup. All right, listen to me. I want you to listen to me more than you've ever listened to me in your life right now. Go get Russell Gage now. Now. And stash him. They're available. Stash him just in case Julio Uh, decides to take off week 15 and 16. Go get Russell Gage now. Because that's a real, dude, that's a winning team. That's seriously, that's a winning team. Yeah. Well, so far it has been. I mean, I've been scoring more points. I mean, I think I'm only, what, 60 some points away from Frankie now. And he was, you know, it was 150. Yeah, but you ago. you've had Cooper Cup not do anything for three weeks. You've yeah. had Austin Hooper not exactly. play for three weeks. I mean, so you've got things that is, that can still get better, right? And I th- so I mean that's the amazing thing about your team is I think there's still upside there that you haven't hit. So I, I mean, you need, if you have three good weeks, you could absolutely win with that team. 
Get Russell Gage just in case, Julio. That shoulder all of a sudden, he's like, oh, I think I'm done because my team stinks. I would do that. Man, so, I'll, yeah, okay, I can drop Zach Pascal. And get oh, yeah, in two seconds. Whatever that is. Yeah, exactly. I was giving Ronis hell last night because I was talking to him, and I told him, I said, you know, I said, hey, you're second in points in the league that, you know, that uh, in one of those Ronis leagues. And I said, but you're still 250 points behind. <laughs> oh, is that the, is that the lead? Do you have two? You're ahead by two fifty. Yeah, he's second in points, and I've got I've got two fifty on him. Wow, two fifty is a lot. That's a that's a that's a big number. The problem is, once you get to the playoffs, two fifty is only about twenty points. Yeah, it goes down to twenty twenty or twenty. Yeah, yeah, twenty points. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean it'll be tw- right. It's, it's it'll be twenty six points. So it's crazy. Yeah. So all right. Good luck all on right. waivers. Okay. We're all counting on you. Okay. Okay. Right. Goodbye. <laughs> Yes. Wow, that's a good team. That's a really good team that Big Phil has. I mean, he that's what we call in DFS hitting the nuts. I mean, he hit the nuts with that team. Julio, Dalvin, Waller, Cup. Who and no, I didn't have Waller, I had Hooper. Hooper's as good as Waller. Lamar, I know he has Lamar in like every league. That's a good team. So there are teams. I can look at a team and know whether that team can go and win the online championship. I don't think I can win this year. I have two teams that are good, but not as good as what he just gave me. I don't, I don't think I can win. I think I can maybe go top 15. Because remember, two years ago, I was number two overall. And last year, I was number one overall going into the last week. I finished seventh. So I've been top 10 the last two years. But I could tell. I looked at my team. I was like, wow. Boom. Like, my team was so good, I didn't even know who to st- My eighth receiver is better than the other team's third receiver. But that sounds like his team. That's how good that is. All right, so I gave you quarterbacks. By the way, you may be reading stuff about Nick Foles not keeping that job. I don't believe that for one second. The owner bought into Foles. The team wanted Foles. It is not a Nick Foles problem. It is a defense problem, and it is a coaching problem. I think Tom Coughlin is done, and I think Doug Marone is done. Done. And I think you got to start over in Jacksonville. I think there are pieces there for a good team, Fournette and Chark and Westbrook and Foles, not a bad team. I think they, they hit the, the pager with Gardner Minshew, his, who is an absolute starter in the NFL, whether it be with Jacksonville or if they get if they trade them, right? If I'm if I'm the Cincinnati Bengals, I'm okay with Gardner Minshew. Of course, I want Joe Burrow instead. But I'm saying Gardner Minshew could start. Got to work on that defense. You can't lose Jalen Ramsey and Telvin Smith in the same calendar year and think you're going to the playoffs. Jalen Ramsey's a top five cornerback, and Telvin Smith is a top five linebacker. Can't do that. Plus, didn't they lose somebody else on the uh, off, uh, defensive line? Was it Malik Jackson? Let me see. Yeah, Marcel Darius. He's out too. And Clayus Campbell not playing well. I mean, I think this team is a much better team with a lot of injuries. They need another guy. They have nobody to replace Jalen Ramsey. And they have nobody really to replace... Telvin Smith. You can't replace Telvin Smith with Leon Jacobs. 
just doesn't work that way. All right, so don't believe that Nick Foles isn't keeping the job. He's keeping the job. All right, let's look at running backs. I'm, I'm shocked by what I'm going to tell you, but it's true. So I want you to look in your league right now. I went to my home league. I sorted out the free agent running backs. Do you know who the first name was? Rashad Penny. And then I looked at my free agent budget, and we only use $60. That's our cap. I had three. So I put all my $3, my three hard-earned dollars, I put on Rashad Penny. Chance of me getting him? Zero. But man, that just goes to show you what happens in fantasy football. Penny doesn't do anything, right? Penny doesn't do anything, so people cut him. People cut him. Then all of a sudden, he has an opportunity and he's sensational, and now he's going to go for a fortune. But here's the point. You shouldn't have cut him in the first place. You should not have cut Rashad Penny in the first place. He was too good to cut. Right? Whether you win or lose, you hold Rashad Penny. You hold Darrell Williams. You hold Alexander Madison. You hold Rykel Armstead. You hold Tony Pollard. You hold these guys. Now, maybe they don't do anything for you and you lose. Maybe you lose. That's a, that's a problem. I'm not going to tell you that's not a problem. But what I am going to tell you is, if these guys come in and play on your team, they make a difference. A huge difference. A winning difference. You become a winner in a fantasy football league if those guys play. That's what happens. All right, we're going to continue talking running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends with my man Jamie Eisner, who will join us when we return right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, good tune. Good tune there, Sean. That's my daughter's favorite. By the way, I've raised my kids on great music. My daughter loves him. Right? She has a big... You know those cutout posters that you have in the movie theaters? You know, the huge billboards? She has one of those in her room. It's like eight feet. And it takes up her entire room, but she has that of Rocket Man, the movie. It's true. Jamie Eisner from the Draft Network and Sports Illustrated. Did you see the movie Rocket Man? I have not yet, but I've heard great things. Oh, dude, what are you doing? Get off the radio right now and go see it. I know. I'm bad about seeing movies. You know, my girlfriend's trying to get me into more movies. I haven't been a big movies guy. I, I just got to get to the theater. I just got to do it. Really? You're not a movies guy? Like, dude, I could quote movies from the time, you know, from movies that I've seen years ago. It's kind of creepy. You know, my life has been, like, so consumed by, like, by different sports. Like, that, it, it's tough to get me away from the sports atmosphere, whether it's football, baseball, hockey. That seems to take up the majority of my time. Really? Interesting. What's your favorite? Yeah. What's, who's your hockey team? Uh, I don't really have one right now, but uh, I, I spent five years covering the Arizona Coyotes for a few different outlets for ESPN, for, uh, for the local radio station out here. So I've kind of had, I've dipped my toes in the water, a lot of it work-wise, but uh, uh, the Coyotes are the team I followed closely because I spent five years covering them. And where'd you grow up? So what are, your, what are, your, what's your, what are you a fan base of normally? So uh, I was originally born in New York. So my first love was baseball. I grew up with my dad taking me to Yankees games. Like that was my first love, going to see the Yankees at old Yankee Stadium, uh, going watching the Giants play. Uh, I actually didn't get into hockey till I actually moved to Arizona, of all things, as strange as that sounds, because of uh, my grandmother loved the team. She's from Toronto. I ended up covering the team. Uh, so it got to be a really interesting dynamic. But uh, my first love, baseball and the Yankees. The Yankees and Giants are what I grew up on. 
Interesting. Yeah, I grew up on the Yankees Giants. I used to go to the Ranger games. And I, I mean, you, you, the Blues were crazy seats up there. And it was, uh, Ranger games were awesome. So I, I can't imagine my first hockey experience being the Arizona Coyotes. But maybe it's it was strange. Yeah. But it's interesting. You know, I also went, I know it's a complete sidebar, but I went, they did an outdoor hockey game out in Los Angeles at Dodger Stadium. I went to that, which was a surreal experience of being 70 degrees and then playing an outdoor hockey game at a baseball stadium, a historic baseball stadium. But it, it's interesting. It's definitely different. It's not the same as it is back east, but it, it's, it's exciting. We, we live literally about five minutes away from a minor league hockey team here. It's like rednecks on ice. Oh well, my, depending on how far down you get into minor league hockey, that there's some goony stuff. Yeah, this is like slap shot goony. I mean, this is great stuff yeah. here. These guys just go after each other. There's a little hockey followed by a lot of fights. It's great. All right, let's get to some waiver wire names. Jamie, I said before the break that people should have saved money for Jonathan Williams uh, and Bo Scarborough. How come it seems like every year there's a guy that's totally off our radar that comes into view and ends up being worth a couple hundred dollars? You know, it, it's so strange that it happens. And we know it's going to happen every year, and somehow we're never prepared for it to happen. But I was a little surprised. Uh, I guess maybe I'm not surprised that Scarborough didn't get picked up as much as he did last week. I'm trying to figure out the, the Lions running back situation has annoyed the heck out of fantasy owners all season. People blew a ton of money on Ty Johnson. They blew a, blew a few bucks on J.D. McKissick, and you were kind of waiting to see somebody get the, the carries for two weeks in a row. The Jonathan Williams one I didn't get. You, I mean, Marlon Mack being out multiple weeks, Williams having a big game. We, we heard at different points during the week he was going to be, at worst, uh, getting a share of the starting role. Uh, I was a little surprised to see him so lightly picked up considering where we are at this time of year. You don't see a lot of these guys come available. Uh, if he's not the number one pickup this week, I mean, I guess it's got to be him or Rashad Penny that's going to be the number one pickup. He should be. Max already been ruled out. He might miss the rest of the regular season. If you watch that Thursday night game, they're clearly sticking with him. They stuck with him through the early struggles in that game until he wore down that defense. Got like 29 touches. Like He's going to be the guy there. It's funny you mentioned Rashad Penny because I was just mentioning before that in my home league, I went to look at my waiver wire and there was Rashad Penny. And I'm shocked that people dropped him as much as you may have hated him, as much as he may have done nothing for your team. You cannot drop a talent like Rashad Penny. Well, especially with Chris Carson's fumbling problem. I mean, he had it earlier in the season and it just happened to coincide with Penny being hurt. So we didn't get to kind of see any ramifications. You know, aside from, you know, a couple, I'm blanking on his name, the old Notre Dame back getting a few, a few carries there. But right now, Pete Carroll's hinting at it being more of a timeshare. I mean, Carson fumbled twice in that game. Only one of them gets charged, but he has seven this year. Like, even Daniel Jones is like, man, you've got a problem. Like, this is, this is, a, this is an issue. And look, if you have a Chris Carson owner, you don't have Rashad Penny, all of a sudden you found yourself with nothing more than like a flex running back heading into the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, nothing like Daniel Jones telling somebody else he has a fumbling problem. Yeah, right. Uh, I thought there was a very big uh, bit of news that maybe been overlooked, that the Chiefs are bringing in Elijah McGuire, which leads me to believe that either A, Damian Williams is hurt more than they think, or B, LaShawn McCoy stinks more than we believe. Do you believe either one of those two things are possible, and then could Darwin Thompson or Darrell Williams have a role down the stretch? I think both are very possible. The issue is, is are you going to feel confident starting any Kansas City running back? Like, I think Darrell Williams is a pretty decent talent. He has been, he's had some success when he's been given the opportunity, but 
how many opportunities are any of these backs going to get? I, I know Darwin Thompson was like a sexy preseason sleeper, but he hasn't played that much. I mean, do we have any confidence that any of these guys are going to get more than eight or nine touches in a given game? It's supposed to be terrible weather. Uh, it might even snow in Kansas City this week in their game against Oakland, which is a matchup you want to take advantage of. But I, I don't have any confidence starting any of these guys down the stretch. I don't know. If you're, if you're a playoff team, you, you can't start any of these guys unless there are multiple injuries and we have a clear number one option for a given week. All right, I'm taking a look at the receivers on the waiver wire, and I just, you know, with, with running backs, there are a couple of guys, you know, Jonathan Williams and Bo Scarborough, but receivers, there's nobody that really stands out to me as a guy that, you know, I, I think we people need to pick up, but is A.J. Brown that guy? Is Corey Davis that guy? Or, I mean, is there a guy on your list that you like even more than that? I like A.J. Brown a lot. I think we were maybe a little bit unfair to him as fantasy owners. Look, look you have a one-catch game going into a late-season bye. That's, that's the perfect recipe for everybody dropping you. But since Ryan Tannehill took over, like his fantasy point totals in PPR are 12.2, 9.1, 12.1, that terrible 2.7-point game going into the bye, and then 23.5 last week. Like He's a guy that you, know, you level out the booms or busts. He's a solid dozen points every week. He's been the 37th overall wide receiver in PPR format since Tannehill took over. I mean, he's been better on a points-per-game basis in that stretch than T.Y. Hilton, Curtis Samuel, Mike Williams, Tyrell Williams, Juju. I mean, these are, this is a guy that can be a low-end wide receiver three, high-end wide receiver four for you down the stretch. But uh, I think he's someone to look at. And then otherwise, in deep leagues, uh, I mean, depending on how deep you go, Anthony Miller is starting to be used a lot more in the Bears' offense. Got not his 20 targets over the last two weeks, 12 catches. Uh, he's starting to be used a little bit more for Mitch Trubisky. So those are a couple guys to watch, but most of the big names are kind of been scooped up at this point. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Anthony Miller. I mean, I think with no Trey Burton, right, who's on the IR, and now that uh, Taylor Gabriel is in the concussion protocol, I think that Anthony Miller might just be the number one receiver available this week, which is a scary thought, because then you have to trust, trust Mitch Trubisky, which might just make your Thanksgiving dinner turn sour, Jamie. Yeah, I mean, look, he, this game is setting up for the Bears to have a good performance, but like you said, you have to, you're going to trust your, for a lot of you, the last week of the regular season, maybe this is a must-win matchup to get you in. You're going to trust Mitch Trubisky and that Bears offense to do anything, but I, I, if I had to take a chance, I feel more confident in a guy like Anthony Miller than I would just taking a flyer on some other guys because he, this is somebody we expected to have a bigger role, had a bigger role last year, played through all those shoulder separations. We're starting to finally see it, but he, he's, I mean, looking at him as anything more than a wide receiver four is probably asking a lot, but he can get the job done for you. All right, on Thanksgiving, the Bills play Dallas. Is, this is a Cole Beasley revenge narrative. Can you play Beasley and feel good about it? I think you can, but like it's not the greatest matchup of all time for him. Like it's it's one of those ones where he's been really solid every week, and he's such a high floor player. But if you if you're looking for a safe option, maybe you're dealing with some injuries, and you just say, "Look, I need a safe eight, nine, ten points, and I I, I don't need a boom game, but I need something uh, from him." You can play him, but it, he's definitely not an upside play. I know I know the revenge game narrative always plays in, but it's not an easy matchup by any means for him. But Dude's been pretty solid every single week for the season, and if he catches a touchdown, he's going to get you a good game. James Washington is really starting to emerge. I know a lot of people liked him in preseason, but then, you know, he people probably cut him. But now he seems to be back in vogue with Juju probably not going to play for another couple weeks, if at all, this season. And Deontay Johnson's still a rookie. Is James Washington a guy who could be a difference maker down the stretch? 
it's tough. I mean, I don't want a lot of shares of this Pittsburgh offense, especially now Devin Hodges has been named the starter, which I'm not sure is an upgrade or a downgrade. I mean, Mason Rudolph's been playing terrible lately. He had, the, he had that huge play, the, the first play for Hodges coming in the game, that 79-yard touchdown, but didn't really do much otherwise. You know, he's someone that maybe you look to in two weeks. They play in Arizona in a dome against that against the worst secondary in football. You maybe look at that as as a target uh, as a game to target. But I'm not sure you're going to feel confident about starting him. He's an, he's another one of these guys in that wide receiver four range that you're just never going to feel great about. And with all these teams not having to deal with bye weeks anymore, most of these guys are just going to be bench fodder for you unless you're in some really deep leagues. All right, to Cincinnati, I mean, look, I think they're playing for the number one draft pick, but they seem to really want to win this week. Can we get behind Andy Dalton and Tyler Boyd and Tyler Eifert and Joe Mixon as they play the Jets? I think you can for the most part. I really like Tyler Boyd. I think he's going to be the biggest beneficiary to this. I mean, he, he willed himself in a bad matchup to that to a big game, the 5-1-1 in a touchdown last week. But even with that, he was averaging two and a half fantasy points less per game with Ryan Finley. Uh, I think he's now an elite wide receiver three uh, this week with Andy Dalton back in there. With Joe Mixon, you're hoping to still get this volume. If he's going to get around these 20 touches per game, he's going to be worthy of starting in a flex spot. I still think guys like Eifert might be, uh, even at the tight end position, still outside of tight end one range. The guy I'm I'm thinking could be interesting if he plays is Auden Tate because he was getting eight, nine, ten targets a game from Andy Dalton uh, before Ryan Finley came in. If he gets that kind of volume again, he's going to be somebody that's in that interesting range with Anthony Miller, with James Washington, and with some of those other guys we talked about. All right, Jamie, one last question for you. I worry about Julio Jones down the stretch. He left the game last week with a shoulder injury. He's playing the Saints this week. Uh, Is it possible that Julio Jones gets shut down a couple of games early? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's they already they pulled Matt Ryan from that game in the fourth quarter just to get him a little extra rest. I, I think as we start to get toward the end of the season here, that I mean they have really tough games in San Francisco, home against Jacksonville, late in the season. I would not be surprised if he's a guy that you look at the last couple of weeks of the season and say, I need to find another replacement option. He looks like more of a wide receiver too right now. Anyway, I mean you're not going to bench him if he's out there, but. You better start looking at some other options just in case you get deep into the fantasy playoffs and all of a sudden they're just going to sit him down for a game or two. Do you like Calvin Ridley? Can he be, is he a one now? Is he a wide receiver one? I wouldn't put him up there, but I think he's, he's a reliable wide receiver too now. Good to see him get that toe-tapping touchdown at the end of the game um, from Matt Schaub. But, I mean, if he's a one if Julio Jones is sitting. But with Julio Jones on the field, I think he's more of a, a solid wide receiver too at this point. All right, Jamie Eisner from Sports Illustrated and the Draft Network. I wish you and yours a very happy Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. All right. Talk to you next week, all right? Have a good one. All right, you got it. I I like Jamie's insight there. Who would have ever thought that your first hockey team would be the Arizona Coyotes? I would have thought that one. But you know what? Things shock me. There's hockey here in Florida, and it's popular, right? So um, when we come back... I'm going to give you a couple of tight ends that I want you to look at on the waiver wire. And then I'm going to discuss something that I'm going to bring up in tomorrow's show, which is of so such critical importance. You have to tune in. You have to tune in to tomorrow's show because it may be a game changer and you want to be a part of it. I am Dr. Roto. I'm part of Full-Time Fantasy. And I'll be back with you right after this.
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we're back. Remember... I want you guys to look at the tight ends. Eric Ebron is out on season-ending IR. Okay? I like Mike Gisecki, especially because Jakeem Grant and Albert Wilson are injured. I think he's a legitimate play. David Njoku is a very important play because they have Arizona at some point. And you know Arizona is the most liberal team when it comes to uh, covering tight ends. They're so liberal they don't even do it. Jack Doyle, if he's out there in your league, I think is a guy. 
at Jacob Hollister has a matchup against Arizona in Week 16. Could you imagine Jacob Hollister winning you a fantasy football championship in Week 16 because he scores a touchdown against the Cardinals? How amazing would that be? Seriously, how amazing would that be? Now, what I want to tell you is the following. On tomorrow's show, we're going to start to break down the roster that you need to roll into the playoffs. Do you need two quarterbacks? Do you need two kickers? Do you need two defenses? How many tight ends do you have to have? How many running backs? How many wide receivers? We're going to break it down for the ideal roster construction heading into the three-week championship weeks. Because you got to make sure your team is set. And I promise that we will talk about that. Okay? I promise that we'll talk about that because we have to, right, figure out the right guys to own, not only the players, but the positions. Can I get away with one defense? Can I get away with one quarterback? Because I don't want to leave you hanging because, God forbid, you're an injury, then then your team is done, which I can't have that happen. So I promise you we'll start to check that out. Okay, we'll check that out, we'll discuss it together, and we'll figure out how to set up your team. But right now it's time to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friend. I want to thank Jamie Eisner for joining me. Okay, I also want you guys to check me out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 for 50% off your first two months. And I'll have my start sit column up at si.com backslash fantasy tomorrow. All right, guys, have a great day. This is Dr. Roto saying be well and take care. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.